Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another player profile and projection, and we've got a big one. They're all kind of big ones because we love the Mets, but this is Mad Max Scherzer, the ace of the Mets. Jerry Blevins might think so. I would so. love for you to tell him he's not. I'm not, not to his face. Maybe <laughs> if I'm like behind him, I'd be like, I can whisper it in the wind, but I'm not going to say it to that guy who's got two different colored eyes. It looks yeah. like he could kill me. Let me tell you this. His year last year is way better than it felt to me. Mm. And I'll go over that. Interesting. So in 2022, he was dominant. Yeah. He had 145 in the third innings. Uh, he was 11 and 5 with a 229 ERA at a .91 whip, 173 strikeouts to 24 walks. He led up only .81 home runs per nine, and he finished with a 4.4 uh, Fangraphs war, F war. So that's good, right? That's very, very good elite, a 5.2 uh, B war. So Yeah, but he only won 11 games. So Yeah, he was nasty. But the thing was, he missed chunks of time right. last year, and he his – his fastball didn't seem to have that same elite jump on it most of the year last year. And so I think that's why I think it was more instead of seeing every fifth day Scherzer go out and just be his dominant self and look like he's about to throw another 20 strikeout performance, um, another no hitter. It never really felt like he, you were getting a, a month strong of just pure, at least in my opinion, dominant. Max Scherzer. Yeah, I mean, we had him for those first eight weeks of the season, and then there was the oblique injury, and kudos to Scherzer, because both times that he was injured this year, he took it upon himself to remove himself from competition rather than trying to pitch through it, because I think he did a little bit of pitching through it in 2021, which is probably what caused him to fade towards the end there for the Dodgers. You know, this is a big-time contract. The Mets are giving him $43 million a year. This is a heavy investment that you need to protect. It's just when he came back towards the end, he was really, really good for that clinching game in Milwaukee. It's just the last two starts of the season is probably what the, everyone's going to remember. The two biggest that yep. was in Atlanta. I think that's then, why he said it doesn't feel like he was as dominant because I think everyone's thinking of those last two. I would say for me personally, it was just the the gaps and different. I just felt different about his starts, even though it's not fair. And yeah. I am a I'm a Max Scherzer fan. He's a First ballot Hall of Famer, no doubter. Easily. One of the most dominant right-handed pitchers of this era. Um, Three-time Cy Young winner. Eight-time All-Star. The guy's incredible. World Series champ. Uh, just And his big-time free agent signing when yeah. he came from Detroit to uh, Washington, I would make the argument that's the greatest contract of, contract all, time. of all time. Definitely for a starting pitcher, I think. It's seven years of just dominance. Bryce Harper, I think, has a chance to 
be a really good one for a position player. But in terms of what he did for the Nationals in those years, I mean, he averaged... He came over at 30 years old. His first year was 2015. Yeah. He was 30 years old. He finished fifth in the Cy Young. Won it in 16. Won it in 17. Finished second in 18. Third in 19. The 2020 shortened season uh, wasn't bad. He went 12 starts at a 3-7. And then in 2021, he finished third in the Cy Young voting. And he got traded over, and they got some pieces for him and Trey Turner. Yeah. I mean, that is spectacular. In terms of, like, sheer value of what you're getting. He got so underpaid. They got what they asked for and more from Max Scherzer. It is, to me, again, the best free agent signing for a pitcher and he got seven years and what was it like a hundred and forty four million or something, something like, like that. that? Yeah, like incredible. Those first four years of the deal: thirty three starts, thirty four starts, thirty one starts, thirty three starts. Over two hundred hitting, over two hundred innings every year. Over two twenty three of the four years. And last year, I think, was a point of concern in that regard because it was his first time going under 25 starts and under 200 strikeouts since 2011. So over 10 years of that consistent level of production. If it weren't for a guy named Jacob deGrom, he would have won four Cy Youngs in a row probably. Probably, yeah, Yeah. because he finished second the year deGrom won the first time, (laughs) third the second year. That's crazy (laughs) to think about, actually. Uh, Max Scherzer, legendary first ballot Hall Hall of Fame career. We all know that at this Mm -hmm. point. It's going to be more of what does he have left in the tank at age 38 going in the second year uh, with the Mets deal, which is also kind of a contract year. It is. It's not a three-year deal for Max Scherzer. It's a two-year with a player option. The player option is worth the same value that he's getting paid this year, $43.3 million. If Max Scherzer goes out, and wins the Cy Young this year, which is always in the cards when you're talking about Max Scherzer, feasibly he could opt out and try and get even more annual value than he's already getting from the New York Mets, which, you know, if the Cy Young is out there on the market in an admittedly weak free agent class with pretty much Shohei and nobody else, you got to kind of ponder maybe Max Scherzer could be a $50 million man or something like that, something crazy. It's possible. But he's got to go out there and do it, and most importantly, stay healthy, which is what some people are projecting for I him. mean, he did – I mean, his year last year was better than some of those statistically, better than some of those Cy Young years because yeah. he – he pitched in 145 innings, and he had a 2.29 ERA. That's incredible. That's what you're paying for. Correct. To me, the key to his season and his value on this Mets team is innings pitched. Yes. And I think the there's a magic number that I'm going to sneak into an over-under. Wow. But it is. You were talking about projections. I think the number of innings pitched is is hugely valuable for him. I think so, too. It's a huge question of, is Max Scherzer the 200-inning guy that we saw for so many years? Because he hasn't done it since 2018, which feels recent, but, you know, it's five years ago at this point. And, again, uh, the 200-inning marker is is a beautiful one. I it's think it's a little away. antiquated, but I also think it's going away because of how good the high five is in the back of the bullpen for right. the New York Mets. They don't, they don't necessarily need Max Scherzer to be 200 Nor innings. do they want to push him – those last really, really high value, or what is it? Those are your most vulnerable pitches when right. you're fatigued at the end. They're not going to ask him to do that, and he's probably not going to make them, like, tell them to. to it's going to be a tough guy to tell him when hey, Buck Showalter's walking out, and yeah. he's like, you know, I think he understands his value is is through the whole season and not just for that one. 
He has you know. responsibility. Correct. Club. I, I think he's always felt that with his Nationals days as well, where he really pushed himself in 2019 down the stretch for them, like Steven Strasburg did as well. With the Mets, it's the highest annual value that he's ever earned in his career. This is a team that has World Series aspirations, did last year, and fell well short of that mark. It's just the Mets need him to fall somewhere well over 145 that they gave him last year, and I think under the 200 that he's used to pitching in read, the past. Read that steamer line, because they've been projecting it, and I think this would be ideal for the New York Mets. Am I, am I exaggerating when I say this is one of the more shocking lines that we've seen in our PPPs? I, I don't uh, explain. Give it a line and then talk to me. So Steamer has him going 191 innings in 2023, which is 31 starts, which is something that he has not done since five years ago, which is why I find it shocking. He's going into his age 38 season. They have him going 13 and nine with a 3.33 ERA, a 105 WHIP, 229 strikeouts, uh, a 10.7 uh, K per nine, 41 walks, uh, 3.20 FIP, 4.3 F4. This would basically be his best season in years, and it's also better than the projected line of the American League Cy Young that the Mets just signed to a new new deal, Justin Verlander. That's, I think, the most shocking thing for me because I still which which aspect of it's the most shocking? The volume because the I do think, innings pitched. Because if Scherzer goes out and give it gives that to you, I think that's in my opinion an added bonus. I have him falling somewhere in that twenty twenty one range where he threw 170 innings and then gave you some more in the playoffs. Because these are regular season innings that they're projecting. So yeah. he could go out there, do 191, and then he's probably going to have to throw even more in the postseason. And now you're getting to that 200-inning echelon, which is something that might not be in the cards for Scherzer anymore, which is why I think I found that value so shocking. Also added on to the fact that Tyler McGill is probably going to get some looks. David Peterson, they have guys behind Scherzer and Verlander, obviously. I think there is going to be some load managing this year. And I think the Mets have factored that into their plans because of how last year went. Interesting. Interesting. I'm and you not disagree, sure. Right? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think if he's healthy, if he's feeling strong. Oh, if he's healthy, let him go for sure. But, well, then that's not load management. Well, there's two separate IL stints last year. Uh, that's Again, that's not load management. That's true. And I think that's probably the fan in me speaking out a little bit. So let's. I look back at his 2021 season. He threw 30, 30 starts. Yeah. He did throw 179 in a third innings. He did fade at the end, but that's coming off the 2020 season right. where they just didn't have enough volume to build on that, and he faded at the back end as and far as had, innings pitched. He had an extra 16.2 in the playoffs, so that yeah. all comes out to 196 innings on the year. Correct. And that, that was twenty that was with the Los Angeles Dodgers yeah. at the end of that uh that when he got traded over. I I don't know if I see it. And it could be unfair to Max who's had a, an amazing career and has proven he can do it in the past. But for him you know what if if he's playing to opt out if he's playing to go out there and test the market again, which I don't know if he will. because He's Mets not going to look that far in the future. He is in the present. He is 100% committed to this 2023 New York Mets team. He's going to do everything right. he can to justify, like he, he, not to justify, he is going to try to dominate as much of this season for the New York Mets as possible because of the commitment they made to him, because of his commitment to this team, because yeah. of his commitment to baseball, right. and because of his competitive nature. There's a reason why this guy has won three Cy Youngs. There's a reason why he wants to play now. He could have rested. He could have retired. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is a, he's a difference. He wants to be the greatest pitcher of all time. He's not going to allow that. Again, he has a bigger picture. Might as not long, be up to him. 
as as long as the Mets team is pushing for a World Series, he'll do he'll make decisions based off of making sure he's going to win the World Series. Yes, but he's not going to load manage and and allow them to just sit him just for you know. So let, let me ask you this: Do you think a six man rotation is at all in the cards for the Mets? In <sighs> I I don't think so. I wouldn't be okay. surprised if it gets put in for a brief period. Is. You think it's going to happen? You have from the jump not from the jump i think that's a different story i think that the guys are going to be low inning starts in the first month of the season or so because that's kind of par for the course but going down the stretch you have 40 year old justin verlander 38 year old max Scherzer, who can still do it we all know they can still go out there and dominate so what is the reasoning behind your six-man rotation why is it such a bonus i think the mets got burned last year because chris bassett had to throw 180 innings during the regular season and didn't have it at the end Max Scherzer battled through two injuries, came back at the end, but I think it was clear that he didn't have his A stuff in the starts that mattered the most. And if you can try and preserve those guys as much as you can, maybe you give yourself a better shot of getting the best version of them. What does a six-man rotation do on the grand scheme of things? Is it the one-day extra rest? Is it the innings lower? Is it the number of starts? What is it that... I think it's everything you said. Yeah, but what is the number that, that you're afraid of? Not afraid of. What is the number that you are you think they're seeking? I think they're seeking for him to get to this 170 plateau because okay. I think 140 last year could have been 170 if not for those injuries, but I don't think 191. It just seems like such a high number. I agree that that seems high, but I wouldn't be surprised if he reaches it. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the number of starts you think this guy's going to get? I think that if you saw Max Scherzer go out there and throw 27 starts like he did in 2019, you put yourself in a good spot for him to have a good postseason like he did in 2019 when he dominated for the Nationals in the NLDS, eight innings, one earned run, NLCS, seven innings, no earned runs, and then the World Series, 10 innings and two starts, four earned runs, and four wins along the way. If that's the season I get rather than the 190-inning season, where he dominates in the regular season, I consider that a huge success for the Mets. Obviously, you can't plan for this. There's no way to, but... See that number right there on my calculator? That's a six. That's a six. Um, 162 games divided by 27 starts Yeah, is the six-man rotation. There you go. Did you know that beforehand? I didn't, but you made me look really <laughs> smart there. <laughs> I'll give really you the smart. props for that. That's pretty spectacular. But also, it would it's be, not going to be the whole season. It can't be the whole season. And it's it not really gonna, can't. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a that's a thing that uh, I think is – I'll take the over on starts. Do you want to do some over-unders? I do. I so do. I want to get it. it. Let's get into it. Okay, so – you had an audible that you want to throw in. Max has a line here that I, I think is interesting. He's going to be 38 this year. He's yes. already 38 years old. He's going to be th- – is that right? Let's see. When, when's his birthday? He turns – he's 38. He'll turn 39 in July. Wow. Yeah, he turned 38 last year. Okay. So, I just – I was. they say this age 37 year. So, Max will be 40 if he opts in. Yeah. I had so, that wrong. But that's, wow. where, that's where we are. I want you to do – I want to do innings pitched or starts. Okay. And then I want to do a strikeouts. I like that. And let's yeah, not do first the of all, we did last year. <laughs> if you guys are uh, listening to this PPP and you listen to last year's PPPs – Don't go when, back and look if you didn't. <laughs> Jolly. 
And I love him for it. He took the over. We're fans. On Scherzer for 300 strike. <laughs> and I will say, he has done that. He's he done it done a 300 once. once but in it was 2018, kinda, not that long ago. recent, so it was uh, in the realm. And this magic number of 27 starts, he made 33 <laughs> that year. He I also think he's going to do it this year. 220 and two-thirds innings. <laughs> uh, again, here's a concern, though. His yeah. strikeouts per nine, which is an indicator. Yes. And he threw significantly less innings. Is that a, a career low or almost a career low of 10.7 last year? Which is now his career average. Is now his career average. So he's completely on par, and it's what Steamer projects for him again this year. Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you think the strikeout line should be? Is it just 200 Well, it depends flat? on how many innings. Do you think that if Max Scherzer is healthy for the season, he strikes out 200 batters? Easy. I easy. think it's easy. So I think I it's think higher than that. Like, I think we have to say. If it you do, no. I mean, oh. if you... If you think he's only going to throw 170 innings, he struck at out 10. 236 when he did that Again, in 2021. In 2021, he did that, and his K's per nine were 11.9. Yeah. And it was 10.7. That's an interesting point. So, what do you want to set the mark? 200? That's, my, that's the magic number for me, it's like 199.5. I would be shocked to my core. If Max Scherzer went out there through 170 innings and didn't strike out 200 batters, so I would take the over there. So that's the problem. I, I'm looking for. Let's do. Right, we'll both take the over on 200 Ks because I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. And uh, unless he gets what injured. is the innings pitched for you? I think it's that 170 mark. I think that's that's the sweet spot. So what would it be for you to go under 170.5 or one? I think 180, because I have him in my brain, in both Verlander and Scherzer, I have them making 25 to 27 starts in the season, not getting to that 30-start plateau that they're used to, and going somewhere 20 innings below 200. And the Mets so filling out those the, innings the, later So you said the magic on. number is 170, but then you put it to 180. Because that's the upside that I feel. Okay, so let's set it at 178.5. 179.5, it makes it 180. I like that. And I'll take the under there. I'll take the over. And you'll take, I like that, good. I just think. We have to disagree at the end of this one. This has been a good conversation. I agree. Very, I, we're probably running a little long here. Corner. But I we're do good. see them. There's, so, there's only so much managing that you can do That's when right. you're trying to win a division, trying to win during the regular season. Again, this this... Away from the division, the winning the division doesn't mean as much anymore. Right, we saw that last year. Yeah, we saw it last year. Winning the 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 way they've expanded playoffs, the way they've uh, evened out the schedule, it doesn't matter as much. Again, healthy, pushing to the end, but I still feel like both him and Verlander want to get about twenty eight to thirty starts at least. Yeah, so. That pushes them over 170 mark for me. I, I just, I, I would be curious if that's a plan and Scherzer's okay with it. I think that part of my going under here on 179.5 is I, I believe in the Mets' talent. Mm-hmm. I believe in their ability to play 162 at a high level and stay with the competition for the stretch run. And I don't believe it begins and ends with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. I think they've surrounded themselves with enough depth and enough pieces, especially the high five and the bullpen that we always talk about, 
to where they don't need these guys to be the dogs that they've been in the past. Because as I, far as like workhorses, workhorses, because yeah. that's what that's what they've built. They their need careers them to on. be the dogs, but they, they don't need them to be the workhorses. They need them to be the dogs in October. Yeah. That's what they need because relying on the high five in those. High, <laughs> I love it. We're talking I like seriously about it. Like, I, I'm like, in. Yeah, I'm all in on we've it. We've bought in. Um, I would feel much more comfortable with the high five eating those crucial innings in the August September game rather than the ball. And I'll tell you what, there you've got um, a 37 year old Adovino and nope. a 37 year old David Robertson also at the back end of that. So that high five, are they going to load manage those two guys? That's why Max Scherzer is such an interesting PPP because he kind of feels like a central cog of a machine that. His performance affects so many other pieces of the roster. To me, in order for him to get the value that they signed up for him, that 180 mark has to be met. Otherwise, the justification for paying this guy $43 million a year, along with Justin Verlander, is you have to get 180 innings out of them, uh, barring injury, for them to... Again, if you win the World Series and they're dominant in That's the playoffs, the That's the thing. but to, to, to count on that in a division that has the reigning uh, NL pennant winners and yep. the Philadelphia Phillies, the 28 million time in a row uh, NL East division champ Atlanta Braves, to, to count on that and not to try to make Scherzer and Verlander be the workhorses that they've been in the past, the reason why they're so dominant in first ballot Hall of Famers, I'm curious. I'm curious. Again, they're older. They're on their like 14th, you know, multi-million dollar <laughs> right. deal. Uh, I'm interested to see it. I very much enjoyed this conversation. If they if they don't if they both throw 170 innings, yeah. What do you need out of Cookie Carrasco, Kodai Singa, and Jose Quintana? What if Quintana goes down? He's been the guy that we're like we're going to get 180 innings out of him. I'm going to look at the 2022 Mets starters. I want to look at their innings pitch really quick before we wrapped up. What if Tyler McGill isn't the starter that they think he might be? What if he's destined for the bullpen? I still so, think Peterson is a – yeah, I'm just a – big, A big piece last year is Trevor Williams, who ate up 90 innings. That's kind of a, a wild card there. But the Mets starters last year, the primary five, Chris Bassett, 181, Taiwan Walker, 157, Carlos Carrasco, 152, Max Scherzer, 145, and then Peterson and Williams kind of split time there. So if Quintana gives you in the 150 range, Senga in the 150 range, Carrasco again in the 150 range like he did last year, then you don't need those guys to be the 180 inning guys. If they can all get in that range. You're saying do the same thing you did last year, get to it, and instead of being subpar out of Scherzer, you get the dominant performances out of him and Verlander and you're fine. I think that that puts you in the best position to do that. I can't. You can't say I it's agree. a guarantee. It would uh, again, be unfair at their age, I just I, I I find it a hard sell to get those two guys to say uh, you're not going to win the Cy Young doing that. That's true. And tell them. Well, that, Corbin Burns did. He didn't deserve it, but he did Zach win it. Wheeler, I don't think again. He didn't win it. Zach Wheeler should have won it last year. Corbin Burns had a better year last year than he did the year before. I agree with you. And look what Sandy Alcantara did. He yep. threw 230 innings, I think. The hard truth is that those Alcantara. guys. Is it Alcantara? It is, but okay. it, yeah. The hard truth is that those guys. Gringo, just, it's, not, it's not so much a, a regular thing anymore. 
Like, how many guys threw 200 innings last not season? Not many, but again, yeah. that's they're, they're just not incapable. These two guys are capable of it. I don't know. I think that's I believe good. you. I like the over-under. I like it. Wow, we're at 24 Cue the music. Minutes. Cue the, Cue music. the music. Let's get the hell out of here. I like it. It's a fun argument, and it's one head. to be made. That was a good one. I think that might be the most we've disagreed in an episode well, ever. I d- it's not... It's, a, it's conversational. Of course. Yeah. We're still friends, right? Absolutely. Good. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another for the last episode of PPPs. Depending on the order. Oh, my goodness. Tune in. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Couch? <laughs>